I've uh, I've used my <laughs> repeatedly. I've washed them. (laughs) 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 Jamie, from the first word, I was like, what? (laughs) I do use them. (laughs) We got to start fresh. We have to start fresh. (laughs) You, You think? Let's get it started in here. You know, remember when that song first came out? Is that the Black Eyed Peas? Yeah, when yeah, that first hurt. when that song first came out, it was the lyrics were "Let's let's get retarded in here." Do you remember for like what? Yeah, for like five minutes, it was "Let's get retarded in here," and then somebody was like, huh. "Guys, this isn't. We shouldn't be doing this." And then no. they changed it. Do you wow. remember that, Robbie? I think it lasted a while. Yeah, I mean, it was a little longer than five minutes. Yeah, but it was somebody they like actively made the decision to to change it. Yeah, Jamie, talk to us a little bit about what this life is like, the life of birth control pills. Well, look, I am one of the privileged ones that was able to have access to birth control when I needed it. Um, And... Affordable healthcare in general has become much harder for women in the recent years, but then, you know, throw in affordable birth control and period care and sexual wellness products, um, and that's almost impossible. But not anymore, thanks to the Pill Club, which is an online subscription form that gets your birth control prescribed online by a licensed medical provider and delivered discreetly to your door free with the Pill Club. If you have to renew your birth control subscription, you want to switch your birth control, maybe try it for the first time, whether you know the brand you want or you want help finding it, the Pill Club medical team has your back. The Pill Club is a birth control subscription prescribed by a medical professional, like I said, delivered straight to you, has over 120 FDA-approved brands, and most brands of birth control are free with insurance or Medicaid, by the way, so make sure you check that. Otherwise, the prices start as low as $7 per month without insurance. Again, they deliver straight to your door discreetly along with a fun self-care gift and some goodies. And right now, when you go to thepillclub.com slash pajama, the Pill Club is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Pajama Pants listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. That's thepillclub.com slash pajama to get your first birth control care package and donate to help more women in need of affordable birth control. Remember, thepillclub.com slash pajama, and you must use the link to make a donation. Ring-a-lingy-ling. Before we start to sing, we got to tell you all about it. Yeah, for those of you, you guys know Ring. They do doorbells, video doorbells. They're kind of the company that put video doorbells on the map. Um, Yeah. But now they're covering your whole home. Ring Alarm gives you what you would get in a professional uh, home alarm monitoring system for a fraction of the cost. And it's all stuff you can install yourself. Um, I wish I had these guys around back when I installed my home alarm all those years ago because it was expensive. Yes. Having all the parts of my house covered and then the monthly fee that I pay. Um, that's how important peace of mind was to me. And, um, little did I know that a few years ago, ring.com would come out with an alarm system. 
Yeah, that's right. And it's more than just security. The ring alarm protects your home from flood, freeze, and fire too. So like has said, what a great gift to give to yourself or a loved one this holiday season. So deck the halls, walls, doors, and windows with the best deals of the year on the award-winning ring alarm. Go to ring.com forward slash pants to get a great deal on a ring alarm security system today. That's ring.com forward slash pants. Hey, Rob and Cass. Yeah, yeah, me. Do you know someone named Molly from 90 Day Fiance? Yeah. Okay. So I, like, I never go to my DMs, you know, like, unless I know people. But I just, someone was telling me, like, oh, you got to go to, like, your all requests and then go to top requests. And it's all these verified people, like, all these, you know, famous people or people with, like, a lot of followers that write you. So I was like, oh, really? So I went and I was like, whoa, this is, like, another way to kill time now that I'm New Mexico. Like, meet all these new people. Mm -hmm. But I opened one and I'm like, who's Molly Hopkins? And it's like, hey, girlfriend, it's Molly from TLC's 90 Day Fiance. Wait, can I guess? Can I guess? She wants you to model her, like, lingerie line? No, I feel like it might be, like, she might have gotten hacked. Because it was like, so I was looking at your page and wondering if you keep options open for alternative streams of income. I'm currently doing something that's bringing in thousands per month and I'm looking for three more influencers to do this with me yeah it might be her really (laughs) yeah i i just pulled i just googled her um there's an article posted on screen rant from um september um molly hopkins had her heart broken on tv before lewis 90 day fiance fans are now skeptical of her new romance with brooklyn cop kelly i think you showed me this this girl no no rob she was dating the cop yeah, she well first she dated a busboy from a resort in Puerto Rico, and then she started dating the cop. <laughs> yeah, um, well maybe you should answer it because, gosh, I mean this pod probably isn't cutting cutting it when it comes to bills. Maybe we could open a, up another no. stream. I mean, I got split this shit three ways. You know, I need a. Yeah, we I just four pay, ways. We just Don't paid our Gabby. account. Yeah, G- oh, Gabby's yeah. our fourth partner. Shout out, oh, Gabs. Yeah. We just paid our accountant. We are hemorrhaging money as a podcast. Did it go through? Did our card get declined again? I, I sent I sent her all that information. I haven't heard back. So um, I'm assuming starting starting January 1st, we're gonna be we're gonna be we're gonna be making money, guys. People yeah. <laughs> I saw a comment, somebody was like, That's it. I can't listen. I can't fast forward through all these <laughs> commercials. Because <laughs> you know, people like to just set their phone down and play, you know? Yeah. Um and, you know, every time an ad comes up, they have to go fast forward a little bit. Trust me, I get it. I, I, I'd listen to pods um, all the time and I have to do that. The one thing I will say is like if we were on Spotify, you would have like those ads. I don't know if you've you've listened to an ad on Spotify. A pods. lot. They're long. They're long. And then they have their own like it, it like goes away from the podcast to a separate like audio track of just ads. Then it comes back to the pod. So you can't fast forward it. You can. Do you, it, think, do you think anyone's going to say, Hey, even when they're not doing ads, they're just talking about ads. Yeah, well, <laughs> well I think people appreciate the transparency, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah I yeah. think we, at the end of the last episode though, me and you did that little thing where we kind of talked about this, right? Yeah. I think it's, um, you know, it's also that time of year where, where brands are out there like, out there promoting all their products because it's you know it's Christmas season. This is where everyone like makes Molly. all their money. Molly's out there, you know. <laughs> Maybe I should help a sister out, you know. Yeah. Rob, yeah, 
You know what what I did today? I was telling Cass earlier, for six hours, I took an online defensive driving course today. I know. But tell them the best part about it. Court-ordered? What? Court-ordered. court-ordered? Yeah. Yeah. Or just a nudge from the judge? Because I did, I did, I was doing 32 in a school zone, which is 20. This is the story, Amy. So. Oh. Uh, you know, want to know why I was here. doing 32? Because Jack was going to shit his pants. So that's why. So I got a ticket. And then uh, in, I don't know if it's different in Texas or wherever, but it was going to be, it was going to go on my permanent record. So in order for me to get it erased, I could pay half the ticket and then take a six hour defensive driving course. And there's many to choose from. And I chose the comedy driving course. Which yeah. was very politically incorrect, let me say. Hosted by Kasim Garaiba? <laughs> no, I Please. wish. I wish. But <laughs> I got to do open mics you, first before I, I get to that level. You're you a great driver, to, babe. You, you qualify, pre-qualify. You have to pay attention, though, because they quiz you after each chapter. So I couldn't just, you know, mail it in or anything. It was, was he funny? Did you like him? No, there was med- there's many hosts. And then there's like, there's like the hillbilly and like the old man and like the bimbo and they all ask like their stereotypical questions oh yeah it's cartoon it's it's animated oh okay it's and i thought these were live like 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 an improv show that (laughs) no but then at the end of it i had to watch like a 35 minute long video on families that were talking about losing loved ones to drunk drivers and then it would test me on the facts from each family. So it was terrible. The end wow. was well, I of course they ended it that way. I get it. But anyway. We should cancel the DMV. Be like, you call this a comedy? <laughs> they did You're they talking about people losing their lives. Did they ever you guys had to take drivers uh training like in school, like in high school? Yeah, I took they drivers at on Saturdays. Did they t- did they show you guys like that movie Red Asphalt or whatever it was called? I don't remember. It was just like a very it was like a very gory kind of what happens in an accident, you know, just like a couple teens decide to have uh, you know, the distracted driver and it's just it just ends in just blood and yeah, death. And it was just their way of scaring you into being a good driver. Yeah. Well, this one had a whole section on texting and driving. Yeah. And it was called The Last Text. And it was it would have the family member that lost someone hold up a a big poster board with the last text that the person sent. It was yeah. Heartbreaking. But honestly, after watching it, I was like, I'm never fucking texting and driving again. I'm not gonna do it. Totally. There there was that wasn't even a thing when we were in driver's ed texting no. and driving like no, but barely anyone had phones, let alone uh, texting was so new. Yeah. Remember when texting came out, everyone was just like, why would I do this when I could always, do- why would I text? What? You know? And it was like, uh, then it just kind of, it was, it was limiting in the fact that there was no unlimited. You had to pay 10 cents or whatever for every text that you sent. And then the second mm-hmm. they opened it up to unlimited texting, it was everyone was all willy nilly and they just stopped picking up the phone and using their voice. I, I don't like talking on the phone. Oh, I mean, you've got to be a maniac. to When to you're call calling someone. me, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? I know. What's yeah. The that's... matter. Are you OK? Well, I'm trying to be better about it. I, I do feel like there is a skill to be had to conversation that I am losing 
by not having phone calls. So like today I tried to have a couple phone calls. I knew I was going to see Rob tonight. So I didn't call him or you, but I'm like getting it done. You did call me today. I did call you. It was, it was Jamie. I didn't call him. Yeah. No, I did. I don't. I did. No, no. I, I forgot. I called you. Uh, but I, I generally won't call you guys on, on pod days. That's what I feel like. Cause I want to keep it all. I want to keep Fresh. it all on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, you know what I want to do? I want to break down, you know, when like, um, uh, Tiger Woods and like his wife were like allegedly or whatever, like hitting each other in the front lawn with like a golf club and like, what, like smashed the car window, got in a car accident, all this stuff. And then like one person gets the first interview. Like, like, or it's like the big deal and they sit them in the chair. And yeah. Just, like an exclusive. Yeah. I feel like me and you Cass need to do that to Jamie about her, uh, ass Instagram, uh-huh. you know, like, I feel like we should get the full, like, like Jamie, I want to know. You want to you know it all. I want it. Like, were you just standing there or were you like, I'm going to pose and have somebody take a picture of my ass. Yep. I can tell you the story. Please start there. Oh, <laughs> no, that's good. We'll, no, we'll, we'll do it for next pod, Jamie. Right now? <laughs> yeah. Cancel the autism test. No, we're not going to do the, uh, we'll do autism test two pods from now and we'll do the. <laughs> yeah. uh, we were on the beach. It was about 1130 noon. So I was like one cocktail in. And it was that time where it was like, I was with five girlfriends, all of which who have like big Instagram followings and. No, like, let's just get our pictures done with for the day so that we could relax. And I was like, should I take a picture? And they're like, yeah. So I was, I was standing by this tree watching my girlfriend take pictures walking up and down the beach. And I was leaning on the tree because I needed to lean on the tree. And my friend Becca came from behind me and lifted up my bathing suit up my ass and said, Jamie, just keep looking forward. And she took the picture. So we've got to thank Becca for that. Yep. So Becca, you were not on. Pod. You were not on. Uh, oh yeah, what's her podcast called? Girl, Lady Gang. Lady Gang. She was on this podcast. She was great. She She's was awesome. Great, yeah. So you were not on a trip with your husband. He was. He was playing golf. But you were. Where were you guys? We were in the Bahamas. So was that the trip with Ron? Yeah, it's the one I just took. Oh, okay. So, so who? Uh, were the people, because you said like after you took it, then people were like, you got to post it. You got to post it. Yeah. So did you not want to post it right away? Well, they took a, they, well, they took a bunch and then we all like got drunk for the day. We're hanging out. And then when I was going through photos to post later and I had put one in my Instagram story so it could be like quick. And then my friend Nikki texted me, send me that picture. So I sent it to her. She put like some kind of filter on it and then sent it back and said, if you don't post this, post this, I'm not your friend. And I'm like, you're crazy. And then she got another girlfriend, another girlfriend on the text chain being like, tell Jamie she needs to post this. Jeez. So she's not a sad mom. That's some real pressure. <laughs> That's some real pressure. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And now here we are still talking about it three weeks later. Okay. So you, you woke up in the middle of the night and yes. you said, oh my God, I wish I didn't do it. So was it like... I woke up, I peed, and I went, then I came back. I was like, oh, or did you like wake up like gasping, grasping your chest? Like, oh, shouldn't have did that. Um, I think I, I think it, I wake up a lot during the night. So I think it was one of the times that I woke up. And then immediately when I wake up, my brain just starts thinking like it's terrible. 
And I was like, oh, like, because I was almost, I couldn't go back to sleep to the point where I was going to pick up my phone and I was going to check Instagram. And then I was like, I don't want to look because I know I posted that picture and I feel like I should take it down. And that's when I started going down my spiral. Because I, I kind of pictured you like Kevin McAllister's mom when she wakes up on the plane, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Like you were like, my ass. And, you know? <laughs> no. But do you want to hear a weird – okay, so I, I haven't been smoking weed lately. And I so in turn, I've been dreaming a lot. And last night, I had this dream. You were there, Rob, and we was like a bunch of people. And it was like, it wasn't like one of like the ayahuasca journeys, but it was like a spiritual like circle of people. And we all kind of like closed our eyes to meditate. And out of nowhere, Jim popped up in the middle. And all of us were like hugging him and like so excited to see him and talk to him. And he was like going around and talking to each of us. And then he goes, Jamie, listen, when you audition, don't be the bagel with the cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I'm saying it out loud and I realize how crazy it sounds. He's like, don't be a bagel and cream cheese. You be the locks on the bagel. And all day today, I've been trying to figure out what the fuck <laughs> that means. Oh, that I, I get it right away. What does it mean? Well, I, got, <laughs> I wish I could tell you. Just save it for next pod. Uh, <laughs> gonna tease it no I, i'll tell crazy you dream? that's 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 crazy and it reminds me of yeah. nine perfect strangers that show with Nicole yes. because there's kind of that scene where they yes the, the yes. couple loses their son and and they all um, see him. they all Spoiler kind of manifest alert. they all kind of manifest him doing a like a trip like an ayahuasca yeah. trip yeah Guys, fall is here, and we can all use a stiff breeze, if you know what I mean. That's right. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Um, I am a Blue Chew customer. I'll have you know, um, it came around. I started using this stuff maybe four years ago. Uh, I thought I could up my game in the bedroom, but I also didn't want to go visit a doctor. And And luckily, what ended up happening is... Blue Chew just hit the market and all I had to do was go online and I got to talk to uh, a doctor uh, via their website and they sent me in a discreet small little package a bunch of blue tablets that when taken gave me, I'm just going to be frank with it, very powerful erections. Oh my God. Oh, now, Jamie, you know, earmuffs if you what? want, but I was torqued. I was rock hard and I was able to achieve heights of passion that I had never I was never able to get to before. Only from Jamie's Instagram. That's Did right. Achieve those right. kind and of I was alone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was alone and I was on her Instagram. Um, but, but for those of you that are trying to, uh, you know, get a little extra <laughs> blood going, um, you don't have to spend the money that you would have in the past to do it. And, uh, if you guys feel like you could benefit from a little extra confidence when it's time to perform blue chew can help. So we've got a special deal just for our listeners. Try blue chew free when you use our promo code pajama at checkout. And just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code pajama to receive your first month free. 
Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the pod. This podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on this show. And this month, we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. That's right. One of them being, for example, that some people think you should wait until things are just unbearable to go to therapy, but that simply is not true. Therapy is a tool to utilize before things get worse, and it can help you avoid those lows. And also many people think therapy is for so-called crazy people. Well, call us crazy, and we love therapy. It doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means that you recognize that all humans have emotions, and we need to learn to control them and not avoid them. We've also been taught that mental health shouldn't be a part of normal life, but that is wrong too. Mental health is just as important as your physical health, your your overall well-being. It, it contributes to every part of it. So BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. So you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. And for our Pajama Pants listeners, you will get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com by going to betterhelp.com slash pajama. That's betterhelp.com slash pajama. Uh, okay, so the, uh, the don't be the bagel and cream cheese. Um, that and be the locks means like to me, make make the more interesting, bigger choices as opposed to uh, maybe like the ones people expect. People expect a bagel to have cream cheese, but they don't always expect the locks to be on there. Or they don't know they're going to like the locks. Or they don't know they're going to like People it. People always assume they're not going to like locks, and then they try it. Mm-hmm. With a little bit of lemon squeezed on top. Some capers, some onion, tomato. No no oh, no. Oh, okay. Maybe, All right. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's because you always think like, oh, people aren't going to think I'm enough or like because I have MS, like maybe I shouldn't do this. This, But he's saying like, go fucking people are going to like you once they once that once you get in there. Have the bagel maybe. the way you like it. That's the way that tastes good to you, not what <laughs> everyone else wants, which is always guaranteed. Bagel and cream cheese is going to satisfy most people, but it's the least interesting option. Yeah. Thanks, okay. Jim. That's incredible. You actually we, uh, got decent advice. Very, <laughs> Normally, you know, what the, you know what that sounded like? Thanks, Jim from New Jersey. Like, <laughs> Thanks, Jim, for your email. <laughs> um, okay, wait. Back back to the booty Instagram because there's a couple sorry. more questions. Okay. But he really, no, no, yeah, don't no, be sorry. He wants this to bring this potted. booty Instagram dry. Let's do it. We're, we're potted. Was, uh, was it your most liked picture? No, I don't think so. Well, you know, I did a I did a clean of my kids. Remember, I told you I was going to do that. I did it. Oh, you did it. Yeah, I did it. Um, that okay. The butt has fifteen thousand seven hundred ninety eight likes. Let me go to one that I know probably got a lot of likes. Speaking up, I'm getting nerfed on my Instagram. What does that mean? Exactly. That's that trans anti trans group. Right? <laughs> I posted some photos and like they're getting a tenth of like what my pictures on Instagram normally get. Something happened. Oh, this one got twenty three thousand. You can't. We can't see. Put it. Put it behind like your. Put it over your face. It's the one of you and Edie. Okay. From the twentieth anniversary. Right. That one got a lot. Did you get did you get any people being like you shouldn't have done this or like I can't believe you did this? This one got a lot. My oops. 
my body transformation after I had a baby. Oh, so way to go. To so hard to see that. Kasim loves when people hold up pictures to the, the camera. Fucking, Just go to my Instagram, yo. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, this one has the most, 48,000. Yeah. Oh, wow, you and Jim. Yeah. That's a great one. So did you get did you get any people saying like you shouldn't have taken that picture? Like you shouldn't have posted that? Uh Like what they do to, did you get did you get Billie Eilished? I haven't really looked. What does being Billie Eilished mean? Like you know when she came out like showing a little titty everyone was like how could you do this? Like you you're supposed to be like oh. one of us. Like like somebody who doesn't just like do things for ass shots and whatever. Oh, good for her. Yeah, do whatever. I mean, she's got some slammers, dude. She's got some real big boys under there. Let her let her enjoy them. Let us enjoy them. Yami, last question. Do you yeah. feel like you want to do more of that? No. Oh, Cass, we lost her. She's gone. I she's mean, gone. <laughs> you know what? Oh, my God. Vince Curatola wrote on it. I haven't looked at the comments. You look marvelous, darling. God bless. Oh, good. God bless you and yours. Love Vincent Maureen. <laughs> that old creep. That's a, the one f- photo he commented on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This is the first time I'm looking at this, actually. Did you get, a, did you get anyone like sending you like, oh, hey, baby, like they saw you got a little saucy and then did they send you any inappropriate uh, DMs? Well, I don't look. I don't look at those DMs. I want to look. I, I think one pod, we just go through all your Instagram okay. DMs. Okay. I'll do it. We just, just Yami, only you, because I'm going to have you guys to like support yeah, yeah, me. We'll, if buff, I get, we'll buffer like fucking killed. Yeah. We'll sign in on Casim's computer. So you don't have to look. Okay. What? Uh, so now are, how do you feel about, are you like, Hey, you know, I want to do like uh, another suggestive photo or are you like, I'm done. Well, I feel like I'll leave those. You never know. Like I'd rather have them come every once in a while and surprise you because that's actually who I am. Like every once in a while, I'll, I'll not be in a sweatshirt and like in something that's feminine and sexy. So you never know. She mixes it up. She's all over the board. I'm every, I'm all over the place. Cause we, we've got an email here from a Vince Kiratola asking more, for more, <laughs> uh, more suggestive photos. Yami, you from know what Vince I want to ask? <laughs> Yeah. From Vince and Maureen, all the best. Yami, I wanted to ask you, so you know how you said, when Bo and Cutter or Bo and Jack ask about me and Cassim, you're like, oh, well, we moved and they still live in California. And this, yeah. what do you say to them when you actually stop talking to a friend and they're like, oh, where is like Jeff? Like, how come Jeff hasn't been around? And you're like, well, I had that once with with a friend, a good friend of mine, Megan, who we don't speak to anymore. And she was super close with Bo. Um, and I think I, but he was so little. I think I just said she was, she went away. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've, I don't know. I guess, you know me, I always err on the side of being like really honest with my kids. It's like, I always just really want to tell them um, the truth. Yeah. So I don't know. I would just say, and just, we just don't really speak anymore. It just happens. It's okay. I think that's what I would do, but I don't really have, I don't think, I think they don't care enough about my life to be quite honest either. My kids, they always have like so much going on and so many different people coming in and out and going so many places that they don't really care about anyone else but themselves. Yes. 
You know what I was thinking about? What, what do you think would be sadder? Because obviously I think Jamie's gut would be like, oh, kids. But what do you think would be sadder if you were the biggest loser in the world or if your kids, one of your kids was the biggest loser in the world? Like what, what do you think is sadder, a sadder life to live? Um, for me personally, if I was the, a big loser versus my kids being a big loser, I mean, I'd one, one of your kids, if you one had the, one kid, it, you were just like, sadder if, yeah, it's sadder. If one of my kids becomes a huge loser, I can cope being a loser and I do every day. But if I had to know that my kid was going out there experiencing the world in that way, that would just be the worst. Do you know what if I mean? you both were the biggest losers? Jamie. <laughs> See, but here's my here's my Jamie. thought, right? It's like if you if you grew up the biggest loser and such a loser, like are you even going to be able to like enjoy moments with your kids where you're like, "Wow, life is so good." If you're like such a loser, you know what I mean? Well, you kids. can't be such a loser that you you had a kid. You've got Yeah, a kid. what what exactly What's your definition of somebody yeah. who's living life as a loser? I feel like that that's something that's fun question. we could get into because I think we all may have different points of view mm -hmm. about what makes somebody a loser. Yeah. Jamie, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rob, you go ahead. Well, I have the Sharpie now, not just me and Jamie always going ahead. I'll tell you what I think what? in my head when I see somebody who's a loser. I immediately I, think hoarder, by the way. Okay. You think you're people that you watch in your TLC shows. Here's why yeah. I don't think a hoarder classifies as a loser for me. Because when I watch that show, essentially I'm seeing people who are, who have been traumatized, who haven't dealt with trauma and it's being manifested in a way where they're hoarding things. I don't necessarily see loser as I see somebody who's like, just got a lot of problems that they haven't dealt with. or like, you know, like somebody could potentially come out of that. Or you could be a hoarder and still kind of cool. You know, there's there's this guy across the street that lives by me. He's a hoarder, but he's he's like kind of nice when you say hi to him. He, he doesn't strike me as a loser. He just seems like he's very poor. So do we associate being poor with being no. a loser? Okay, no. great. I'm glad that that's. Well, wait, 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 hold on. Because me and my friend actually had this conversation a couple of weeks ago where he was saying somebody we grew up with, he's like, Oh, this kid's a fucking loser. Like he doesn't work anymore. He he moved to like a certain place where he just does nothing all day. And I was like, I I, I don't really consider like I know that's not like cool or whatever. But I I can't get down on somebody for that because I'm very like don't like to work this. But then he pointed out, yeah, but the problem is he has a wife. And I went, yeah, yeah. Oh well, then yeah, he is a loser. You know where he's like, he's not working. His wife is making all the money, and he's choosing just not to work. So I think it's an attitude being a loser. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. You're very welcome. Uh, put another ass pic on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Show me that ass. Did I, did ass. I, did I talk on the pod already about that article I read about the Oregon trail? The game the or game? the act or the yeah. actual the game, the game. Okay. No, I don't, I don't know. Think so. All right. Okay. Well, are we done with this loser talk? No, I agree. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> I think it, it's an attitude. Yeah. I think a loser, a big loser to me is an attitude. And I don't mean somebody who's like negative or all depressed. Like I get it. People have highs and lows. I do all the time. Like it happens, but I think it's just being like a real fucking Debbie downer 
or somebody that just sees the bad in everything, somebody that just can't be happy for other people. Um, that's, that's a good a point. Loser. Yeah, like yeah, an energy vampire. Energy. Energy vampire mixed with just somebody who's like a total defeatist, you know, always like, and it's always somebody else's fault. Yes. You know, never oh. takes any ownership or responsibility. If you have zero self-awareness, even though it's like, it's like, it's one thing if you can't get it, but once people are like presenting it to you and then you're like, like there was this kid who, so I used to, I don't even want to say like the area, but there's an area where I used to watch all these YouTube videos, like, like, you know, to learn how to do stuff, whatever. And there was one person who put those kind of videos out who was so boring, so not entertaining that me and one of my friends would watch together just to be like, can you believe how bad this no. is? And then in his videos, he would say the reason why he's not getting the views that all the other people uh, were getting was because he voted for Trump. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which yeah. was like, no, like, and I think I talked about this in the pod before where it was like, this is the only time I ever made a comment on YouTube, like from a different, like not my name, anything. And I was like, no, dude, like that has like the, the nothing reason. to do with it. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I can't even say what I wrote because that would give away like what it was about, but it was just, it was just like, and seeing that was like, wow, I felt so bad for this guy. I can't like, believe you commented on this. <laughs> I did because it's like, it, it just, it got, it got to me, you know, or yeah. I was like, oh yeah. no, I was like, you have to know how right. unfun, like it was so unfunny and like thought, that they were hilarious. And then this person did like videos with girls, like on their couch where they were wearing like sunglasses and were basically like, I'm so good at what I do. Like I get these girls and like, and right. it was just, and you're like, what a loser. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. These are the, it's so funny. Cause I associate when I see like YouTube comments that are just flat out, like, just like, why would you type that? I automatically go, I feel bad. I like that. That person's probably a loser. Like they felt that they had to have, the need in them to go online and comment on a, on a video, like I was in, or we were in and say something <laughs> like, say something completely like against the grain, you know, especially it, it's, it's just, it takes, it takes such, in my opinion, a loser type person to go and try and <laughs> infect their loserdom. Yes. On other I people. think the people that will like randomly tweet at somebody and just be like, Hey, Jamie, I don't like you. I think you're untalented and not good and blah, blah, blah. Like, you're a loser. Like, why Why did you take <laughs> minutes of your day to at me on Twitter when Absolutely. I don't even fucking know you? I didn't ask you. So, and I think like I like when I did that, I literally was like constructive. Like, I was like, dude, this has nothing to do with no, who you, you voted. For. No, I'm just saying for like. Sure. You like, had had it. Yeah, I like wanted him to know. I'm like, yes. you're just like what you're doing is poor quality. Like, I right. want more videos like this, and your yours are unwatchable because you're not doing these things. Where like the the comments that bother me, <laughs> we had a comment like uh, I guess it was last or two weeks ago, where like right in the beginning of the show, I go, yeah, like I just woke up, and we're like, yeah, it's the morning time, and then like one of the comments was like, Rob looks like he just woke up, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, <laughs> you're like this. Person is so stupid. Like, you know, it's but I'm sure maybe they just didn't hear it or whatever. And I'm sure you know what people it. do is like they'll let the video play for five seconds, they'll take it in, and then they'll go straight to the comments. And you think everyone that's commenting finished the video, right? 
but that's not the case. Right. Most people are commenting like right, right when they see something, right when something hits them. And then like, sometimes they don't even finish. And they'll still <laughs> they'll just say things and not know either you addressed it or I'll never understand it, dude. I've been on YouTube for, for, you know, a third quarter of my life. And I, and I still, I, I don't get it. You know what I mean? It's funny, but it does attract losers. We, you know, we always talk about our, um, our YouTube like viewers and stuff. I, we got to give a shout out to the people who only listen. Cause our numbers were people who just listen. have been doing like good lately and like better cool. than YouTube. And I love, I love, cause I, I know when I just listen to something like I love, you know, cause I'm like, oh, there's people who could just be here like wanting to look at Jamie or wanting to look at Kasim's Bob Lazar drawing, you know? But I know right. when they're just listening, it's, you know, like Kasim says, it's like we fill up their room or their car, or this. And that's right. I think that's dope. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. The last two years we've been people have been spending so much time alone. You know, it's it's nice because when I'm alone on my drive, I put in a pod like I just like to hear people. Yeah. I think there's part of us that needs to be alone and like be OK with silence. But for the most part, like it's nice to hear other people and it's good to know that we're uh filling in the background sound you know i wanted to tie this in real fast the opposite of loser comments on youtube are the people that take time out of their day to send us nice stuff when yeah. i see a nice yeah. email particularly yeah. from somebody like philip from long island i, I go there's somebody who's emotionally healthy they're somebody who has no problem giving other people compliments or praise because they're in they're happy with what they have and they're happy in their lot in life and how their life is going that they don't mind sharing their happiness. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the opposite of the people, the losers that want to take because they're ultimately so sad and lonely. But that leads me to this email from Philip from Long Island who uh, sent us one uh, November 30th. I just, I just want to say real quick what you're talking about. I still have that issue, not never in like life or where it's like, like jobs and stuff like that, but I have it bad with gambling. Like when I see somebody hit like a $250,000 slot machine when I'm like walking by in like a fucking casino or something, I'm like, you yeah. fucker. Like, yeah. you know, I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. Like I get That's so different because they didn't do anything to deserve that. They just got yeah. lucky. Right. And that no. luck just happened on a slot machine. Yeah. You could put in fucking time on a slot machine. Okay. Yeah. But Somebody it's not has, skill based. It's not skill based. It's not Don't skill based. Jealous. I just, that's the only time we're like never with like, like if I see somebody who gets even like if I watch a movie and I'm like, oh, I would have loved to do this role. I never feel like any jealousy or anger yeah. or like anywhere, like even with dudes, like when a dude had, I guess I used to sometimes if like a dude was with a really hot chick, but not, not like I don't feel that. But man, with gambling, it's like when I see somebody hits like somebody hit like an 11 team parlay in football and they won all this, like, you know, there's always those articles of like guy turns $10 into 10 million. I'm like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I get so mad. <laughs> Guys, it's that time of year. The weather's getting cooler. The days are getting shorter and the holidays are in full swing. It's sweater season. So celebrate in style with Everlane. Guys, I had friends maybe let's say about 10 years ago who were wearing Everlane and they were my friends who like, cared about people and cared about the earth and they were like the, <laughs> the nice ones you know and i was like oh what yeah the hell not is us here yeah where i was like what the hell is that when i was still like drinking party and this and then years later i came around and i realized like that they told me they're like no this is better for the planet and it's this and that and i'm like at first i was like who cares but now 
I've realized how important Everlane is. Their clothing is great. Their sweaters are Oh, their sweaters. Yeah. Whether Mm. it is super soft grade A cashmere or re-cashmere that is recycled for a 50% smaller carbon footprint or alpaca, which is gentle to the touch and gentle to the planet. Guys, give the gift of premium comfort and sustainable impact with Everlane sweaters. Go to everlane.com slash pajama and sign up for 10% off your first order plus free shipping and get easy returns within 30 days of your ship date. That's 10% off your first order when you go to everlane.com slash pajama and sign up. Uh, Guess what I just washed? What? (laughs) (laughs) I just washed my attitude sheets. Uh, Yeah, because how dirty were they? They get soiled because I'm having so much fun in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. But also um, they feel they're super soft and smooth. But when you wash them, you get them right out of the dryer. Oh, boy, I'm slipping around on those things. Well, if you're wondering why they are so amazingly soft and silky, they're 100% bamboo, which is often referred to as the vegan silk. And their innovative clean bamboo fabric is soft, just like silk, breathable like cotton, cooling and hypoallergenic. And with Etitude, you can just rest easy sleeping on this amazing bedding, knowing that it's free from harmful chemicals and better for you and our planet. Guys, listen, this is one of our sponsors where you could try it for 30 days or 30 yep. nights in this case for free. You try it for 30 days. If you're not completely satisfied, you return it for a refund. I, d- I don't know if I'm like pre-menopause or whatever, but I tend to be somebody that like wakes up with night sweats, but not when I'm with my attitude sheets. You know, I'm no longer sweating through my sheets because they have the natural cooling. Like I said, mm-hmm. hypoallergenic, good for your skin. I've always wanted silk sheets, but never really thought to splurge on them. And with attitude, they make that easy. <laughs> right now, you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit attitude.com slash pajama and enter promo code pajama. Remember, that's attitude as in eco attitude. Order today for free shipping and 20% off of your order at attitude.com slash pajama, promo code pajama. I think it's good. I think we should be able to stay mad sometimes, have access to it. Um Yes. Philip says, well, hello again. Hope you all had a nice Thanksgiving. I did. Thank you, Philip. Regarding Caravello, I can understand why not all PJ fans found him appealing, but it's not uncommon to be bowled over by just watching one episode of something. Case in point, myself regarding Sopranos. When I watched the very first episode back in the day, I thought it was just okay. Nothing special. But once I saw how the storylines developed, along with the sensational writing, and first-rate acting, I was hooked. And to this day, I think it's the greatest series in television history. So, too, it could be the same with seeing Caravello, that people may need to see more of him. Regarding your friend Perino, I think this guy has the makings and potential to be a big star. Like The Soprano started now in the year 2021, I could see Perino having a major role and being phenomenal. And finally, Robert, hearing you say that you hadn't met one nice New Yorker, I will say that if during your time here, had our paths crossed and we met, you would have said, out of all the New Yorkers I met, Phil from Long Island was the nicest by far. And New York, Long, Isl- Long Islanders don't count. I- I'm I'm talking strictly. New they York don't City. count us as New Yorkers, Phil. No, not, not like if, if I was walking through the city and I met this nice guy and somebody would be like, oh, was he from Long Island? Like, you know, <laughs> but I'm yes. not shitting on Long Island. I love Long Island. I'm just yeah. saying. No, no, no. It's the same. People shit on Jersey all the time. I love Jersey, but it's not New York. 
It's not New York City. Sure. It's not Long the Island city. is Long Island is not New York City. It's no. uh you're not on no. Manhattan, the island of Manhattan. But, and you you know how we know right away when Kasim went, well, you had to take driving classes in school, right? And Jamie went, uh-huh. And I was sitting here going, What? Mm-hmm. Oh, That's they didn't make you do that, huh? No, they no, they, they don't drive in the New York City. They don't tell you shit here. They give you a fucking bus pass and kick you out the door. They're like mm-hmm. here, have fun, which is actually dope. They they give people who live like more than forty blocks away from school an unlimited bus pass when you live in New York City. Oh, they do. I didn't know that. Unlimited Metro card. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Okay, fucking dope. But then if you get caught using it during non-school hours, you get like in trouble. Oh, yeah. Well, you want me to tell you about this article I read about the Oregon Trail? Yes, Philip Dunn. So, I loved the Oregon Trail. I don't know. Did you too? Like, but remember, it would be like, yeah. it would be like, you have dysentery. Your wife died of cholera. And your son smallpox. Yeah, your son got a snake bite. Like all in one day, you know. Like everyone's dead. Your whole family. And it said it was like that was the beginning of, of like our version of now of people who are addicted to like true crime shit or like reality shows because it's an opportunity to witness human trauma, but not have it affect safely. So it doesn't have an effect you. So our version of what we had back then, the Oregon trail is reality television basically and, and true crime stuff. And it really made me think like, Oh yeah, we're just watching trauma like constantly happening with these people, whether they're creating it or not. You know, yeah, and and it's addicting. It's really addicting to watch <laughs> yeah. trauma from a safe place. Totally, I, I think that's that's a lot plays a large part in like shows like The Bachelor, where you're watching awkward encounters all mm-hmm. episode, like awkward first dates or like awkward encounters sexually. Like these are things that normally we could never see. We just had to hear about from friends. Right. Right. And now we kind of have like unfettered access to like everyone's cringy moment. Like good for us. You know, we didn't have social media when we were kids because all those cringy moments could have just been, you know, all over the place. But we kind of just missed that boat. But now everyone's living all their cringy moments out online, airing out their laundry. Everyone can see it. And then we get this like, yeah, we get to see people go through trauma. It's like a schadenfreude thing where we just kind of take a little bit of pleasure knowing that mm-hmm. somebody it's not happening to us. It's my mm-hmm. same sort of like I want to witness a tornado from afar because I want to yeah. see like the the sheer majesty of this thing, but like don't want it to come anywhere near me because it's scary. It's like yeah. that same, that's that whole thing. But that yeah, makes a lot also, of sense. It's like the Real Housewives like when I watch the Real Housewives and they're like crazy and chaotic and this, it kind of like, I realize I'm like, you know, some areas where I, some parts of my life, how I grew up were like that. And when I could watch it like this, like through a screen and at a safe distance, it's like, oh my God. Cause like, it's just like, it's so good. But then like, if it's in real life, it's like, like, it's like, I don't want to be further away from anything mm-hmm. than like, than like real drama, you mm-hmm. know, like jokey, haha dramas, whatever, but like real, like two people drama. And like, I don't even like to be at a table if there's like eight people and it's like, oh, two of these people don't like each other. Same. Like, oh, why am I here? Yeah. I, I, I witnessed the other day, like I have this one friend that assumes that this other girl doesn't like her. And I'm like, no, 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 no. But like, I kind of saw a moment where clearly she doesn't. 
And it made me so uncomfortable. I was like, I don't, what? Like we're all grown women in our forties. Like this should not be happening, but it did. It made me very uncomfortable to witness even, and it was so minor. I can't, I don't, no wonder these women have to drink so much when they're filming. I can't imagine like <laughs> having to deal with that all the time. If I yeah. have to go to like a dinner, like I, I've, I've been out of New York for a while, but like back in the day, if I had to go to a dinner with my family where like two of them were fighting, it was like, oh my God. Like, cause you know, one person would always be like, fine, I'll go, but like, I'm not going to be nice or whatever. And then you were like, you were there and you were just like, this is the fucking worst. And by the way, sometimes it was me. Like sometimes I was the yeah. fucking person who was like, sure. Like, oh, it's a fucking kid's birthday. Like, yeah, I'll go. And then you're there and you're just like, I'm so... Like I was just chain smoking Marlboro Reds, you know, yeah. it's like this fucking, it's like going outside every five minutes. You know? mm -hmm. I have a question, Rob, when you were not sober, if there was social media when you, we were on Sopranos or like when you were, or even like a little bit post, do you think you would have been active on it? No. Cause there was, no. there was social media at the end when I was drinking and I never got on. Like I was like, ugh, like, yeah, th there's like a, there's some, I don't know, there's like a, the N-word is in it, so I can't really quote it. But there's like a Nicki Minaj thing or something where she's like, she's like, I fuck with real dudes, not dudes who are out there telling people what they're up to. Like, and I that always like, I, I love that where I'm like, and I understand if it's like, hey, I post once a week and I do this. But like, when I see people, I'm not going to say who, but I know people in my life who are like 50 year old men who not for their career yeah. post constantly about what they're doing. And I feel so bad for them. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I, I get, yeah, I just think it's, I don't judge people who do it by any means. I love Instagram. I go in it every day, multiple times a day to check it. it you know, I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy like following all the different types of people and accounts, but you know, I'm told all the time, like Jamie, you could be making so much more money if you post every day, if you share more of your life. And that's just like, I've tried it and it's, it stresses First of all, it stresses me the fuck out. I'll only ever do any kind of paid Instagrams if it's something that is honestly, truly authentic because the level of anxiety I feel every time I have to do a post for like a company or a brand is like through the roof. Why and do you think that is? Um, because it's, then it becomes, it's, it's a job. I want to, I want to do a good job. I want to, and because I think social media doesn't come very naturally to me, I post like kind of when I randomly or feel like it, as opposed to kind of all the time, I'm not like a seasoned person. I don't have a professional photographer. I don't have like real lighting. I don't have somebody editing my photos. Like it's just me. I feel a lot of pressure, especially when I'm getting money to do it. Um, but with that being said, I mean, it is a a big part of like people's careers and you can make a lot of money and you can do really well as an influencer. It's just, for me, it's just something that's not, doesn't come naturally. Cutters on, on me about it all the time. Well, but like, here's the thing is like, that's part of your and this is something I went up with against YouTube all the time, early YouTube days where there was like, Hey, they, this, these people want to do this deal. It's worth this much. You got to do this. And I always felt like every time I would agree to a deal like that, I was trading in a, a little piece of the goodwill that I had earned with mm -hmm. whoever was following me on YouTube or, or Twitter or whatever. And I was trading it in for just straight cash. Yeah. Because you're, 
you're not taking advantage of of people's want to follow you, but you are like you are giving them something that wasn't originally what they signed up to follow you for. Yes. And there is a a balance because I left so I I left probably a million dollars on the table just in in uh, uh like ad branded integration, just stuff like that. And luckily I was like comfortable. So I, I felt like, and it wasn't all a million all at once. I'm just saying yeah. over 10 years, it, there was just moments where I'm like, I'm going to get skewered. If I do this, mm-hmm. it feels weird. It doesn't feel authentic to me. I feel like I'm so transparent in, in the things I like and don't like that people will be able to sniff it out. I feel like as a brand, I won't do you a real service if I get up here and I start hawking this product that people like people know I don't use Samsung phones. You know what I mean? But like (laughs) if I if I start hawking Samsung and then like everyone has been seeing me use an iPhone and talk about Apple and how much I I mean, there's there's just things where you by you not taking all those deals, you are in turn preserving the integrity of Jamie Lynn Sigler, the brand, even if it's not technically a brand, you are a brand. No, you you being anywhere publicly, you're managing your your image, which is in turn is a brand. And part of what people like about you is how and and what I like and appreciate is not having to scroll through my feed and seeing somebody sell me something every yeah. other day. I do follow people like that, but yeah, like, me too. They're generally not people like I I don't remember the last time I've like been like, Oh, wow. Look at that. Like, that's something I could use. I just go like that person got paid good for them. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it is too, that I, I feel pressure that like, I'm not, it's not going to perform for the brand the way they want it. Same. Yeah. yeah, Because I'm not the, I'm not normally the person that's like selling shit. Jamie, be the, be the locks, Jamie. I know, but this a, like I will say, Best like I, I'll salmon, be transparent. Baby. Like I just did this deal with Lego about education and trying to teach meaningful failure to kids because that's something I did feel like, oh, I can connect with this because this is something that I do go through with Bo. I yeah. had a whole like conference call about teaching. Also, me how to do Lego it. is a dope brand. Like I for sure, They're, like the Lego, that, I fuck with. I fuck. Well, now with Lego. it's like Lego education. It's teaching kids coding with their Legos and how to use their imagination. Built this car. It was super dope. Come at me, Lego. I know you're a system. Okay. It's a system. It's not just bricks. No. You understand? No. When, but- when Gabby, when Gabby edits this and Kasim's doing that whole rant, she has to put under it brought to you by Headspace. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I'm I feel lucky that we have great sponsors because I was just like just this morning I made my athletic greens, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, um, look at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make Go Sarah Kai, I make Sarah a couple athletic greens. I use the uh, magic spoon cereal. I don't even know if they're a sponsor anymore, but like all the stuff I have in our house and it's it's yeah. nice. I and mean, we're very fortunate to have the sponsors that we have. Oh, but yeah. here's the thing: since I started making content, the culture around influence like there there was no such thing as influencer when i started making youtube videos you were just like a youtuber or you did vine or you did um but now influencer is its own thing and there's a a job it's a job where people all they do is find fun ways for you to connect brands to an audience and they're in the middle as tastemakers or as like you know people that are trusted advisors 
And that's fine. Like it just wasn't that wasn't the case. So now the culture around selling audiences things is so widespread that there probably is room for like people like you and me to like maybe integrate some brands, you know, more uh, seamlessly into the stuff that we do every day. But like, yeah, it still feels kind of weird sometimes. But um, yeah, like the bachelor, everyone in the bachelor nation, like that's all they do. I have a whole Finsta where I follow all those people. You go scroll through that timeline and they're just selling me product after product after product after club appearances. They all wear diff eyewear. Is that what it is? Flat tummy tea. (laughs) Flat tummy tea. There's all kinds of shit. And and good for them. Like, I get it. But it's like totally acceptable. But now a lot of them are going on The Bachelor just to get an Instagram following. Because I can say I have have a a handful of friends that um, this is their full-time job. And even their and their spouses work with them like as a couple. And I could see where it could work that way because it does it does require a lot of work, a lot of planning. You know, you plan out your posts, you plan out your your partnerships. You've got to you like you've got to have you've got to be ready to post every fucking day. And as as simple as that sounds and you have to have like harmony and kind of like a style in your feed. Like, I don't have that. Mine looks like somebody just threw up a bunch of pictures. It's a hard job. We're not, and by any means saying that this is an easy job, there is a lot of work that goes into it and people that can get to the level where they're like, that's their whole gig. Like they work their asses off. Agree. Agree. There, I want to ask you guys. So like when you guys go into a hotel room with like a significant other, I know like now the thing is like the guy's supposed to sleep by the door. So then it's like, if anybody comes in, boom, I gotcha. But is there uh, Jamie, Cass, how do you guys figure out? Like, do you, did you Jamie, know that Jamie? You- yeah. And you know, what's so weird. I always end up being the one by the door. <laughs> right. And, and it's not like it's, Oh, I'm always on this side. Like somehow I'll even end up on the opposite side that I sleep on at home, but I'm near the door. It's like a very weird thing. And then Cutter and I like naturally just, I think I go, I think what it is is I go to the closest spot once you walk into the room. Yeah. I was going to say, isn't that ironic? Because you've said before that when you wake up, you can't even move. <laughs> like if somebody came in like to yeah. do something, and you're just like, no, I, I get really spastic right when I get up. So yeah, I'd be like stiff as a board. They actually probably couldn't even drag me out. Cause they'd be like, she's so fucking heavy. Cause I'd be like dead weight. Cause that, cause here's the thing, right? Is like, I have that thing where when I'm, when I'm dating a girl, I feel like it's, it's, right to be like, Hey, like, even if like she lays down there first, I want to go, Hey, you lay there. I'll lay by the door. But then I also feel like you're kind of being a dick. Cause it's like, Hey, she, she chose to lay there. And now you're basically telling her like, go over there. And then sometimes it's like, and then I've had a girl say like, Oh, you just want this side. And I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck. Like what? So it's like, you're trying to do something that like, Oh, I think this is the right thing. And then it's like, you come off bad and they think you have like different intentions sometimes, you know? You can't yeah. win. I, I've never with these broads. I've never brought that up. And I, to be honest, I've never thought about that being close to the door. I always offer up a side uh, because it's like to me, I usually go like, oh, I get up to go to the bathroom a lot. So I, let me get on the side that's just like right near the bathroom. But um, I usually if I'm with someone, I'll just be like, what sign do you want? I've, I actually have never, I wonder if that, does that make me a bad partner? If I've never thought about like somebody could come in from the door 
I mean, it's like realistically. You've got two doors in your room. Realistically, in a hotel, nobody's going to burst through your door. I grew up in hotels. I I feel my dad worked. You know, I just feel like there's that's never, you know, sometimes in like the room service person will come in and uh, then I'll make sure like, you know, if there's something, if she'll just walk in. No, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, Hey, just put it here. Cause she's oh, in bed okay. or, you know, or whatever. Or so, you, well, you know, now a lot of the times they won't come into your room cause of COVID at least where I'm staying in this hotel, I got to bring in my own tray every time. Oh, I have, I have two terrible. friends who had COVID when they were in a hotel and they called up and said like, Hey, we need this room for another 10 days or whatever. Cause we have COVID. And they said that every hour on the hour, they would just hear like, and they were like, the door. they were like, and this is like right in the beginning of COVID. And they were like outside, just like spraying the whole area. And they said they looked out and they were in full hazmat suits, like full hazmat. Suits. What are they but, doing? Oh spraying God. the door? Yeah. Just the air, the door. Like it was the beginning of COVID. Everyone was like out of their mind. But here's, that wasn't like really my question. That was setting up the question, which is like, when you do things like that, like get in bed or this are like, what are your things? Like, are you like, Hey, you choose whatever pillow you want. Because I feel like if I'm at a hotel, if we're going somewhere, I'm like, Hey, you choose what you want. But here's what I really wanted to get at. If a girl comes in, lays in your bed and you realize she's using your pillow, but then you have the other pillow. Do you go like, Oh, sorry, that's my pillow. Or do you, are you just like, I'm just going to let this one go. You want me to tell you what cutter does? (laughs) We know it's going to be the right answer, so let's hear it. Yeah. He takes that fucking pillow right out from under my neck. Like, I get so (laughs) mad when he does his, like, dilly-dallying around, and I'm like, I'm getting in bed, and I'm so comfortable, and I'm like, I'm finally in that spot. (laughs) You like, finally lay down, and you're like, oh, yeah. This is the position. I'm in it for the night. And he'll come in and be like, no, uh, that's my pillow. And I'll go, and just take it out from under me. Oh my God. You've actually never seen me as angry as when he does that to me. This That's... cutter should have a thing where he goes around making guys feel better about themselves. <laughs> Cause I feel so good about my approach now because I any, anywhere else I am, it's like, babe, you pick whatever you want. You, it's all on, like, I always let a girl pick first, but if a girl's staying at my place, I'm like, oh, that's my pillow. Like I need, cause I've worked Even my pillow for- Even if she was for, like on it, sleeping so cozy. It's been well, that a long wouldn't, day for her. I mean, She's so tired. Any, Jamie, any day with me is a long day for the girl I'm dating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you, like there's almost no, no, listen, if she was asleep, like somehow she went in my room and fell asleep on the pillow, it's fine. Like she's, she's got oh, it, whatever. that's nice. I just would feel guilty. Like, cause I want to go to sleep right then. And if I woke her up, took it and put it down and slept on it, I would think about it instead of going to sleep. I'd be like, fuck, was that, was that a dick move? Yeah. This this is, this situation has never presented itself to me. I've never had that issue. I feel like I would have to say something cause I have, my pillow is like one of these, what's got the groove for your neck. And so I have four total pillows on my bed. So we, we each have a big one. So when we sit up in bed, there's a big one. And then we have the one you Class. sleep on. Right. And so the one I sleep on has got the groove. It's a Tempur-Pedic with the neck, uh, neck gutter. And then she's got hers that she sleeps on. So if, if for any reason I found her sleeping on mine, I would probably be like, 
because I, I I'm so used to sleeping in the groove that if I went <laughs> to a non groove, it would it would really throw off my night's sleep. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would do it like, you know, one of these guys that are trying to pull a, a dining cloth out from under the plates or but like I, I, would, I know I would you have would to not ask. I would have to ask. I would have to ask for it. Yeah, and but I would be like, I'm so, so I would do it so apologetically. But I'm so sorry. I just can't. I just can't sleep if I don't have that pillow. So and I would like, you know, like uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. I'd like, yeah, like I love you. Take love it you. and put the, you know, the right one right right there, and just make sure it's seamless. But yeah, I can I can imagine, Jamie, that that's that's no fun. Let me ask you this, Jamie: Are all your pillows the same, or does he have one that's different? Yeah, they're all the fucking same, but apparently, like one if is like all the slightly same, different. No, that's my thing. No, that that's mine. That's what I got because I've been they're working all, mine for they're two all years. Casper pillows. Who knows? They're all the fucking same. No, Yami, I gotta Enough tell with you, the brands on this show. <laughs> I bought two pillows. I don't know the brand, so I'm not gonna throw it out there. But I am uncomfortable on the one that has not been slept on at all, which is on the other side. Mm-hmm. And the one that I sleep on all the time is I, I love. I'm like obsessed with it. It's perfect because it it has that it has that weight. It has all my earwax weighing it down. You know, it's it's like got two years of of grime and it's it's the perfect pillow. Sounds for like me. it's time for a new pillow. No, no, I'm just I'm just working it in. It's like a it's like a catcher's mitt. You know, you gotta. You know, this isn't an ad, but my friends also sent me this <laughs> this thing called a pillow cube. And it's like yeah. good for side sleepers. And she sent it to me. And guess who fucking stole it? Oh, really? Right from under yeah. your head. I, it's so funny. I feel like I'm being targeted f- from these people because I see their ads pillow everywhere. Cube? Yes, I see the pillow cube. It's like a it, it's like a whole ad where the guy's telling you like, here's why we decided to go with a cube versus a regular shape. And it's this and this and it shows your spine and all this. Yeah. Um, then I go like, I wonder if that would be better for me. Cause I do like to sleep on my side, but I don't always sleep on my side, but it's kind of just for side sleepers from what I understand. Right. I don't know. It's pretty dope, okay. but I can't ever sleep on it. Cause well, Yami, you, 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 you fucking partnered with Lego. Go, go splurge and get yourself a Q pillow. Yeah. Why don't you turn yeah, a Lego upside down, put your head in the hole. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, it's a good idea. Well, I got an email. Oh, Say let's it. go. Okay. I feel like we're we're catching up. This one's uh, this one's Rob's bathroom habits. I don't think I read this one last week. It shows on red. But let me know. Stop me if I've read it. Hey guys and gal, love your podcast. I'm powering my way through, and I love the dynamic between the three of you. I've been a huge Sopranos fan ever since the show came out. So when I heard that Rob and Jamie had a pod, I was in, and I find it refreshing that you have put together a non-Sopranos cast. I would leave Cass. I won't leave Cass. I would leave Cass him out. I won't leave Cass him out. Cass him is so Freudian. funny. I can, I can tell he is such a great friend to have. I laugh every day listening to three you. And once I'm caught up, I don't know uh, what will fill my days in with. Now, the reason for the email. There was an episode where you all were discussing butt wiping styles that Jamie wanted no part of. We found <laughs> out that Rob stands up to wipe his butt and it got... In awkward reception from Cass and Jamie, <laughs> Cass asked a very intuitive question, which was, and I'm paraphrasing, does wiping your butt standing up make Rob criminally insane? Cass, I'm here to answer that question. Rob very well may have the makings of a criminally insane individual. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at New Jersey's only <laughs> institution for the criminally insane from 2007 to 2020. Whoa! In my 13-year career there, 
I know of a small handful of patients who stand up to wipe their ass. I have worked in patient care for my entire adult life, and it was only with this community that I saw this method of butt wiping. <laughs> as soon as Rob said he wiped standing up, my mind went back to my old job that, although it was intense at times, I actually loved so much. I hope I was able to help you understand your friend a little bit more. I love you all and hope you all continue doing these pods for years to come. If you ever need help with Rob, feel free to contact me because I am an expert at caring for the criminally insane. Very truly yours, Eddie C., behavioral health technician, and it's got the name of the treatment center that he works at. Wow. <laughs> so wait, does that mean that the people who were sitting to wipe were like wrongfully- I don't know. Put in there? Because- because. Here's what we figured out after that is because Kasim made me feel like the craziest person of all time. <laughs> it was so weird to me standing to wipe my butt. But I was like, so taken aback by how many people supported you. I think not was- only supported me, but the first thing Kasim did when he got home was tell his then girlfriend at the time. Oh, my God, I heard the craziest thing on the pod today. Rob stands up to wipe and she goes, so do I. And that was, you know, you know, yeah. Kasim is with ladies. He was instantly just like, oh, well, then it's totally normal. You know, <laughs> he, he he thought wiping the butt. He's like, like, oh, sorry, babe. Like with the whole pillow thing. That's how he was. He was like, oh, sorry, Rob. Like, I know, I know, I know. Standing, standing, standing up to wipe your butt is cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, f- I felt like I had singled you out and that wasn't my, uh, that wasn't my intent. But I'm <laughs> no, glad to know I, that you're, you're on the road to, to being criminally insane. Yeah, I, I love it. I'm pooping here without a squatty potty. It's terrible, but you know. are, are your poops still good from the New York humidity? Yeah, the poops are good. Um, but the only thing is, I, I ate pizza twice in a row. You could see I'm all like fucking bloated looking, and this. I had pizza on like a Saturday night, and of course, like the addiction brain. It was like next night. I'm like calling the pizza place uh. back. Like, yeah, send a large, bigger pie than you sent last time. This place again. We're shouting a lot of products out here, but this is a place, Joe and Pat's pizza in new york city they were originally in staten island i think and then they came here i went there and got a pie it blew me away wow blew me away joe and pat's it's on like first avenue and 10th street or some shit tell them rob sent you (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) it was fucking it's that sweet sauce you gotta like sweet sauce you gotta be on board sweet sauce oh yamey what the fuck is sweet sauce you know no is that the the tomato sauce is sweet yeah. Like, like how sweet. Don't tell sweet. me duh, Jamie, because out here we got dipping sauces. What kind of sauce do you think? No, but New York people pizza, put dipping. You don't dip anything in New York pizza. When, when have I been even on, on Long I- Even on Long years. Island, they're not dipping their pizza in sauce. Not palette. once have I ever heard of sweet sauce on a pizza. It's 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 all about the red sauce. Like if, if you mm. make or some Italians even call it gravy. Some mm. people make it like more savory. Some people make it right. more sweet. And that that sweet red sauce is where it's at. It's fucking real, real good. And it, it's super thin. And they do like cheese and sauce all the way out to the crust. So even when you're eating the crust, you got cheese. And so- I mean, yeah, people, yeah, yeah. people got to be getting hungry listening to this because I yeah. am. That shit was incredible. So then second night I ate it. Third day I woke up and I'm like, oh, now I remember why I don't do this shit. Because I felt like shit. I looked like shit. I had fucking things on my face. I haven't had. I hadn't had pizza from a restaurant in like two years, I think. Wow. I had pizza yeah. last night. It's, it's a guy I got some waiting for me. I've been eating like a goddamn just. A I ate terrible in New York. Yeah. I've been trying to clean it up. Well, the, the, well, you your look ass great. looks great, Amy. You look great. If, if anything, <laughs> that was, plump it that up. That was before New York. Yeah. <laughs> 
That was before New York. Uh, guys, we're uh, almost at 40,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. And, hey, uh, now. So if you guys yeah. are watching this and you don't happen to be subscribed, click that subscribe button for your boys and girl. And follow us on Instagram. We just passed 20K on there. Yep. That's right. Um, fun stuff coming up. I think uh, Robbie still got some time in New York, right? And you haven't decided when you're coming back yet. No, I got a one-way. I got a one-way ticket here. This right? guy. This guy's a rambling man. We can't lock him down. My Airbnb is done on December 22nd, but I could come. I could extend it if I want. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. If you're a lady out there in the New York area uh, and no, you want to, no, no, you want to get a hold of Rob. No, you come through me first. And yeah, I yeah. will decide if you're worthy to to go hang out with my friend Rob. But we got to tell him that's my pillow right here. You're looking at it yes. on the YouTube. You could see it. That's my pillow. If you try and fucking touch but my pillow, not, but not mypillow.com. That's <laughs> although that politically is aligned with you. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, uh, great. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Oh, we have a subreddit. Uh, we're gonna take questions from our subreddit probably maybe on the next pod. Uh, r slash pajama pants podcast for those of you that are a part of that community join it if you're not real group oh look people. at yamie what's she doing did cutter give that to you he said you're you're the batch what, what, what does he say again you're chosen you're my person we can't see the other thing because you're in space yeah jamie nope can't see him Yamie. he sent me flowers oh that's for was it from because of snatching the pillow from under your head i don't know he sent me a really nice note too uh, guys, Aww. we got to take a vote. Do do we want Jamie to have the space background next time, or do we want a reg- <laughs> regular hotel? Well, room I don't background? think Gabby puts it up. Because she, she did on the last one. Oh, she but she did? didn't on the one before. Here's what I say. I say if you're gonna do a background, you got to surprise us every week. You can't do the okay. same thing every week. Okay. And like Cassim has done. <laughs> well, you know what? Okay. <laughs> Well, I hide my self view and my zoom because I don't like to see myself. So I didn't realize it was still oh, space. You're doing yourself a so, disservice, honey. Well, I don't want to watch myself. <laughs> so I'll, uh, you know, I'll throw, I'll throw in something oh, like that. Wow. Oh, 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 you want to see an ass shot? Lean on that fucking tree, Amy. Maybe I'll get back in my bikini. <laughs> wow. So at the end of, it's almost 2022. This and, looks and like this... the beach. This looks like the tree, you guys. Yeah. I mean, it's, only one thing left to do now. <laughs> it's all, it's almost 2022 and this pod is just doing Zoom background <laughs> material. Yeah. <laughs> We're killing it, guys. Jesus this is great. Christ. All right. Uh, stay tuned. Oh, wow, so the more. ocean's moving behind me and everything. Stay tuned for more. Yeah, we'll just see you on the next one. Oh, oh, wait. Uh, and just add this real quick. On the next one, we're going to do that autism test we were supposed to do on this oh, one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. We yeah. just, for, things got, things got carried away. Oh, guys. my God. We just went crazy today. <laughs>